Hello and welcome to the Autism in Real Life podcast. In each episode, you'll get practical strategies by taking a journey into the joys and challenges of life with autism. I'm your host, Ilya Walsh, and I'm an educator and the parent of two young adults, one of which is on the autism spectrum. Join me as I share my experience and the experiences of others so that we may see the unique gifts and talents of individuals on the autism spectrum fully recognized. Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Ilya with the Spectrum Strategy Group, and I welcome you to today's episode. It's been a little bit of a time since I've posted um, something up, but uh, I think uh, my topic for today is transition. And I know I've done a little bit of um, a little bit of work around transition. But um, this is sort of a, a different type of transition. You know, I, I've talked before about transition with a capital T, which is the formal transition process um, that we talk about in the public uh, education system uh, here in the United States. And I know it's it happens in other locations as well. Um, and then I also talk about transition with a little t, which is more of um, more about those day-to-day transitions, so transitioning from one task to another or um, transitioning from one room to another or from one activity to another. So um, this transition, I, I don't know, maybe it's sort of a little bit of a hybrid between the little T and the big T, um, but I myself am finding myself in some transition right now. Uh, so I'm in the process of moving. And in that process, um, there has been a lot of things happening and uh, transition, as everyone knows, can be wonderful and exciting, um, but it can also be challenging. And so there's been a lot of work um, being done around um, just logistics and getting things, you know, ready, getting the house in order, um, making sure everyone is okay. Um, and in that process, I find that I know I myself can get super caught up in uh, all of those details, all of the logistics, and making sure that I have many, many lists. And um, if you ask people who know me well, they know I, I keep a, a, diff, a whole bunch of different types of lists. Um, but they're very satisfying for me because I get to cross things out when I get them done. But I also keep them very colorful, which makes them a little bit more fun for me. But um, in doing all of that logistical work, and having a lot of other wonderful things happen in in my life. Um, my son graduated from college. Uh, I had a um, a decade birthday, <laughs> and my daughter uh, turned twenty one. So it's it's been a really exciting time, and we're on the cusp of celebrating my husband's birthday. So it's it's been a really interesting time in the middle of. Uh, this major transition of moving and kind of uh, looking at what um, life is going to look like going forward. And so with that comes a lot of excitement. 
as I mentioned, and uh, a little bit of fear, uh, and also, um, you know, a lot of unknown. And, you know, as I think about it, I think that's uh, what can be really unsettling about transition is the unknown, right? When, when we do something that's routine that we know day to day and we're super comfortable with, when something changes and we have some sort of transition, it, it can be unsettling to not necessarily know what comes next. And um, I know for me, I make a whole bunch of lists and I try to um, keep track of all of the things that need to get done because I figure if I get all the things done, theoretically, um, then, you know, there should be an acceptable outcome in the future. Um, but again, we know that that doesn't always happen quite that way because even the best plans sometimes don't, you know, work the way we would like them to work. Uh, and then as well, <laughs> you know, we have these changes and then how do we manage that? And there's still going to be things that we just don't know. And I sort of really thought of this as sort of a parallel um, sort of metaphor for how working, um, if you're working with um, a client with autism or whether it's your child or it's yourself, right? When we're going through these plans and processes and programs and all of these goals and metrics that we're setting, we can do that to the best that we can, but there is no guarantee that any of that stuff will um, lead to the outcome that we had intended, right? Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it leads to something better, sometimes it doesn't work and we have to kind of relook at it and try again. And I think when we get into extreme sort of um, stress or bigger transitions, so maybe those are more like the transitions with a capital T, right? Um, that that level of uh, wanting to control what the outcome is, I think can be magnified for some people. I know for me, so I'm gonna speak for me. Um, I know that I wanna be able to control all of the things that could possibly happen, given certain, you know, choices or certain um, circumstances. And then how I respond to that, I try to see all the different scenarios and make sure that I respond in a way that should lead to a desired outcome. Um, and that, you know, I'm finding, again, that it is uh, that is sort of a, a controlling mechanism, because if I can eight can do all the things that I need to do, then this is, you know, X should happen. But I'm learning that that doesn't happen. And that sometimes no matter how much I control the circumstances, um, it's going to be a different outcome anyway. And I'm also learning that in wanting to control all of the things <laughs> that um, I'm actually expending so much energy in thinking about all of the different scenarios and all of the, you know, pieces to um, this project. And in this case, it's, it's moving, right? What are all the different pieces to the project? If I obsess too much about them, uh, I'm, I'm kind of wasting a little bit of energy. And I, and I uh, would say that some of that energy could be best, better served if I kind of conserve it for the transition that's to come. And uh, like I said, since some of it is 
nothing that I can actually do anything about. (laughs) Um, You know, I could put it on a list all I want, but the amount of energy I might take to focus on it to see if it's going to happen or not um, is energy that I could use for a later uh, event that could really benefit from the focus of energy that I have. So I'm in, the, I'm in the process of thinking sort of like a negotiation with myself um, where I love my lists, uh, but my negotiation now is to put things down on the list, but not necessarily hyper-focus on the lists and all the to-dos. It's more about getting it out of my head so I don't forget, one, um, and two, so that it doesn't sort of take up too much space in my brain um, and in my mind. So that can actually help me to be more present right now because one of the things that can happen for me is in worrying so much about what has to get done and in what the end outcome is, which is moving. I have, um, you know, two months in my case right now that I could spend hyper-focusing on all the things that have to get done before I move uh, and worrying, or I can choose to enjoy the next two months that I have in my current home, in my current location, and enjoying the time that I have here instead of spending all of my time and consuming all of my energy on what is, you know, what, what's the future going to bring? Because, and, and I, it's funny because as you start thinking these things, you know, I don't know how it happens, but all these things, messaging starts showing up. And, you know, a lot of messaging that I've been getting has been, you know, we spend so much time focusing on planning for the future that we forget to sit and wait in the present and enjoy the present and be here right now. Because if our brain is busy doing all sorts of other things and engaged in all of these different activities. And I think I've brought this up before, you know, we're not really designed as humans to multitask very well. We're designed to focus on what's in front of us. Uh, And we, we can think about multitasking and many of us can do a lot of things at the same time or seemingly do a lot of things at the same time and be very efficient at it. But if we're, you know, trying to sit with someone and have a conversation, but we're, you know, checking our phone or we're waiting for someone at the door. We know someone's going to be coming to fix something in the house. I know I think I'm giving you examples from my own life, but um, if if I know all these things are sort of also pulling at my attention, the conversation that I'm trying to have with someone in the current moment is not as uh, high quality as I might want it to be. Uh, And the same is true for any task that you're doing. And I know we all try to do a multitude of things at the same time. Um, And in some cases, unfortunately, we kind of have to. (laughs) Um, But sometimes we're kind of, you know, we're kind of stealing from different places um, in order to kind of do everything at least a little bit in in a good enough way, which is also fine. Um, But what I'm finding in the time that I'm at right now with wanting to savor the moments that I have here with um, my next couple months left in my current home, I want to be able to savor that time and I want to be able to enjoy it and I want to pause. So I have to remember again to use all the tools that I've learned and be able to take those tools 
and recall how to use them. One, <laughs> uh, maybe even I should step back one. Maybe it's recalling that I have them and then recalling how to use them and then enlisting the right tool at the right time. So I'm doing that to help me with um, staying in the present moment, being able to put one foot in front of the other. And if I put all of those little moments together and all of those little steps together, then I will be able to get to a place where two months from now I'm moving. And the truth is two months from now I'm moving anyway. So (laughs) whether I sit now and pause and enjoy the time that I have and then get the things done later on, whether I spread them out over the next two months, whether I front load some of them or whatever, and I think it's probably a combination of all of them, I think the most important thing is to recognize that that date's coming no matter what. So I have to figure out what the best way is to use the time that I have right now. And for me, that's going to be enjoying and pausing and um, being able to see what's right in front of me. And I think those are tools that we can all use in all different types of transition. And if it's causing us some distress and discomfort is being able to look at that and say, okay, I know I'm going through this right now. There's maybe a lot of moving parts and a lot of pieces, but I can enjoy what I have right now. I can enjoy my cup of tea. I can enjoy hearing the birds outside. I can enjoy sitting with a loved one or sitting with my pet and just be there, even if it's just for a few moments. Um, and you know, I'm also a big fan of noticing your breath and noticing where that is. Where that is. Um, the other thing I've learned uh, to pay attention to, particularly right now, is my tension in my body, particularly my shoulders and my back. So am I, am I tensing things up? Can I soften a little bit? And I think that's a bit of all of it, right? When we find ourselves in these places of distress, in places of discomfort, some challenging situations, maybe situations we're not really sure what we're going to do with yet, <laughs> is to just pause and take a breath and check for tension and see if we can focus on something that brings us to the present moment. So with that, I will leave you for today, and uh, I will see you next time. So take care. Thanks for listening to Autism in Real Life. This is Elia Walsh, and if you like the show, please hit subscribe so you can get notified each time a new episode is released. I also offer training, consultations, and parent coaching, and would love to help you in any way that I can. You can check out my offerings at thespectrumstrategy.com, and when you join my email list, you can get a code to receive a discount off of an online class or a coaching session. Looking forward to hearing from you. Take care and see you next time.